Hey, hey. There's the man. Look how smooth that was. I think from start to to ready, that's got to be about the fastest that we've ever actually gotten everybody on. I mean, so guys, that was Jamaican bobsled quality right there. Everybody it in was. the sled going ready. Cool runnings. That's right. Amon. <laughs> Absolutely. So, guys, I, I have an announcement. I haven't shared this with you guys because I tallied it up right before we got started. And um, across all at Culture of Splife social media, so, so anything that's tagged at Culture of Splife, we have amassed over 3.3 million views. Now, I'm not coming up. Hairs on the on the how, how close we are to from 3.3. Um, looking at you, Facebook, um, TikTok, and Instagram. Uh, not so much you there, YouTube. You can uh, <laughs> definitely. It's funny because uh, we we've hit half a million views on uh, on Instagram. Over half a million on Instagram. Over three million on. Um, I believe it's close to three million. Not over three no. million. On. Well over three million on Facebook. Is it over three million on Facebook? Okay, so then yeah, we're we yeah, would just be between over, Jordan um, and Skiles, we're at three point one. Last I checked, like a week ago. You're right. You're right. So then, within, uh, with the five hundred thousand on um, on Instagram, and then the two hundred thousand ish on TikTok, um, we we should be uh, at three point seven million. So yeah. my calculations were getting close to four wrong. million now. Yeah, I think we could probably hit it by next week. I agree. Maybe. So you're talking about all the platforms were close to 4 million? Yeah. I don't think so, man, because Deion Sanders had 550,000. Wow. So that's and already so like 3.7 <laughs> just on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. But 3.7 on Facebook? I was thinking it was like 3 point something. So I did the, the, the dashboard on Facebook. <laughs> And huh? uh, I'm going by that, right? It just said oh, okay. three million. I'm going based on wow. the views that it shows yeah. that it has. So if you if you did Make your manual calculations, yeah, yeah, if you did your manual calculations, yours are, are more up to date than the professional dashboard. But uh, we hit five hundred thousand. We hit a half a million on Instagram. We haven't had yeah. that for sure. That's Last time we uh, we did any kind of a readout, it was it was like a hundred thousand. It wasn't bad. Um, and then we've got over a hundred thousand on TikTok. I, I really can't remember the total. Um, That's probably my bad. I, I so on TikTok you have to tell it to add all the stuff up, and I didn't tell it until after we had had some, some success on TikTok. So I looked, and it was like forty thousand views, and I'm like, that's not right. Um, but not bad since December, right? I'll take it for and, sure. End of December. It's it's a lot more successful than I could have ever imagined it being, uh, mainly because of the trivia that we've had. The trivia has been the uh, the biggest success. Um, day people, one. Uh, a lot of our success is because of day one. Eric Knowlton just locked day on. one in the house. <laughs> Absolutely. I might actually have some uh, some stuff posting this week with Eric Knowlton in it. <laughs> <laughs> We've gotten uh, gotten a little behind on posting. Uh, I was in Las Vegas last week, not for the Pro Bowl. Uh, I didn't get that invite. They didn't invite me there, but uh, for something completely unrelated. So, uh, so yeah. I mean, you know, we've we've been kicking things off 
and kind of kind of putting trivia in a funny place i think we've we've decided to just go straight out of the gate with the trivia right, right? let's do it all right Absolutely. what do we got all right so i have two more tonight the uh the first one um and both of these come from my good buddy brent keating who uh, will probably be logging on here soon and uh what's great about the trivia um, Brent and I have been doing trivia for years and years. And the coolest thing about our, our um, I guess, our back and forth with trivia is that we never go to where? Google, right? We only use our brain. And then when we can't come up with it, then we'll ask for hints. Hints are okay. Everybody needs a hint. So even if you go to a sports bar and do trivia there, they may give you a hint if it's really difficult. And as our listeners know, all we do is what? Difficult trivia. So it's okay. You can even comment and ask for a hint. Maybe I'll give you a hint. So here we are. The second segment of Who's Trivia? Uncle, Uncle Joe's, Uncle Joe's Joe. trivia. That's right. Uncle Joe's trivia. So this trivia, like I said, comes from Brent Keating in uh, Plano, Texas, Highland Lakes, whatever. I don't know anything about Texas, but it's close to Dallas. The first I, question. No, Plano from Friday Night Lights. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so the first question tonight is there is only one former Charlotte Hornet whose jersey was retired by the Charlotte Hornets. Name that player. This that should be good. Tough. Yeah, this should be good. <laughs> that was tough. I just can't wait to see all the guesses and the comments. I'm the most excited about this trivia question that I've been in about a trivia question, even posting it after the, the podcast. Yeah. And and to the point that uh, that Crago made earlier about not googling this and going through the process of figuring it out. In fact, even it it, it could be, and in, in a lot of cases, has been where people are starting a dialogue with each other in comments to 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 discover the uh, the, the the answers to the trivia. And pre-game, me and uh, Drew, we literally collabed to figure this out. <laughs> it was it was tough. In all fairness, you know, I, I had a weak head start. I had I had one week's head start on you um, for the for the retired jersey. And I say that it was like two weeks for real that I started on this one. And um, and and what you said clued me in. And like my thought process was there, and and we got it. Yes, and I, I had a head start. But it was um, a collaborative effort. Which was which was the coolest part about this, which is this is what makes this a, a fun trivia deal. Definitely. Day one, that's not correct. Yeah, Larry Larry Johnson is not the correct no. answer. So But I mean it's one of the first things everybody thinks about is Grandma Mark. <laughs> that's exactly right. So I guess a good hint would be it's extremely difficult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, one hint is it's not Larry Johnson. Yep. So. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. All right. So y'all ready for number two? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So 
as we all know, Tom Brady was the 199th pick in the NFL draft. There were six quarterbacks that were drafted before Tom Brady. Yes. Six of them. Name those six quarterbacks. There's a couple feel, of these here that just like what? I feel like this is that that one's way harder than because like it, okay, it's written in stone now the destiny of of the 199th pick of the draft, right? Mm-hmm. Like everybody knows how this story ends. And look, I'm going to tell you something. If if he would have had three seasons deep into his career. And I mean, fell off the face of the planet. He still would have been the most popular quarterback from that draft class. And I can't even remember what he did for the first three seasons of his career, but still the most popular out of all. Oh, you know what? I can. Oh yeah, (laughs) you know, in the AFC Championship. Yes, (laughs) you know, I finally watched you know the the thirty for thirty talking about the Tuck Rule. Oh, did and, you? And, and and what's really crazy about it, if you really think about, if that call is called the way it should have been called, is Tom Brady even the starter for the Patriots the next year? Or does Drew Bledsoe get his job back? And if Drew Bledsoe gets his job back, are we even having the conversations that we're having right now about Tom Brady? Wow. No, I don't. I don't think wow. so because. Like, I feel like Drew Bledsoe, there would have been some longevity in that system that he had. I think he was good enough. Because, um, look, I don't I don't think that Tom Brady was super special mm-hmm. early on, on like that. I, no. I just don't think he was. And I don't think – I'm not saying that Drew Bledsoe wasn't – Drew Bledsoe was one of my favorite quarterbacks, by the way. I mean, think about the name, like. <laughs> right, right there, but if Drew Bledsoe gets his, gets his start, like I, I, if he gets the job back, I don't think uh, I don't think we have the same conversations that we do, um, you know, because if he if Tom Brady's not in that system, I don't think he's the quarterback that we see today. I, I, Just simply, I mean, the lasting memory of him would be fumbling in the divisionals, and mm-hmm. Drew Bledsoe was a cornerstone that got the Patriots relevant again to being a playoff team. I just I, – I think at that point – I mean, it was only the Super Bowl that gave them the justification to move on from Bledsoe. Tom Brady. Right. Ben, or uh, Drew Bledsoe to Ben Coates, right? Yep. Uh, Rod, day one said, bite your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, the, the universe lined up and – and it's all history here at this point, and obviously there's no, no denying Tom Brady as as the, uh, the the greatest of all time. Although that thirty for thirty really brought some things into context where people don't really think about if that if that call isn't made. I'm gonna have to watch that. I saw that they're uh, releasing the bullies of Baltimore today. I'm sure you're gonna tune into that one. I did. Start watching that one. So, <laughs> so about you know, obviously Tom Brady. That was a a, a good time for a, a Tom Brady trivia because, of course, what happened this past week. But uh, Tom Brady has retired for the second time. His uh, very emotional, non-emotional monologue on the beach. 
where that is some very expensive sand down there. <laughs> yeah. Cost you a hundred grand a bottle. A hundred right. grand. And I actually went to eBay today. I was talking to Katie about this this afternoon. And I said, let me just go to eBay and see if it's really there. Because I think the guy was charging, like the opening bid that he started was like 487 or some <laughs> random number like that. And now it's gone to over 100,000. So I did the search on eBay and there are pages of people that are trying to sell the sand. They have the, the view of the hotels or condos behind where he was and the opening bids are, there are no bids, but they're asking for 2,500, 10,000, you know, copycat. Look, that's, that's nonsense, okay? I mean, like you can literally go to Israel and see where Jesus Christ himself walked on the earth and it's not gonna cost you that much money. Like, exactly. you know what I'm saying? That's right. I'm sorry. If, if you're not a Christian, you got to give him props at the very least. <laughs> Just like if you're not a Tom Brady fan, you got to give some kind of magical props to this sand <laughs> like that people are selling. But uh, that's, that's a little fanatical. I mean, if it was Tom Brady's rookie card, I could see a hundred grand, but I'm not as, spending it. But we, we were talking about if it was 40 years ago, and, and cassette tapes were still big. You would have some people going, uh, you know, I, I'm going to sell you this tape of the sounds of the ocean behind Tom Brady as he made his retirement, which we obviously know that would just be a blank tape. You know? <laughs> some nonsense is what that is. Everybody's cashing in. I just, you know, like, hey, look, I, I mean, celebrity status is cool. Like this past week, I was in Vegas, right? You know, RG3 was in Vegas. I told you guys that, you know, some of my friends had had a picture made with him. If I had the opportunity, would I have had my picture made with RG3? Absolutely, I would have. And it would have not cost me a dime. And that would have been that. I would have sent my wife a picture and been like, hey, look who's here. And she would have been like, I don't know. Is that some dude you work with? But at the very end of the day, it would have meant something a little bit to me. Um, now, my friend, who I hope is listening to this podcast, he likes to tune in after the fact, um, he mentioned the fact that he was a Cowboys fan to RG3. Um, that was a dumb move. I I've told him this already. Uh, he was thinking Baylor, Texas, you know, like that was his mindset was the college thing. And I'm like, but it's the Cowboys, man. Come on. <laughs> Maybe he, so grew, he, he grew up, up a Cowboys that. fan, but once he became a Redskin, there were no Cowboy fans in his house, I'm sure. Right. <laughs> just just like, you know, just like old Aaron Rodgers grew up a 49ers fan. Not a 49ers fan anymore, um, for sure. Although he has given us so many good wins in the playoffs that uh, I still think he's a fan. But so, um, so, Drew, what you're telling me is, the next Christmas gift that you give him is going to be uh, the, the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. <laughs> right, right. I think that's a is good that book's one. still a thing, right? Yeah, it is. It is. I still have a copy of it in the digital format. So I think I'll, uh, I'll just, I'll just ship just it over his way. Get it over sure. to him. Yeah. 
Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna chat about that. That was uh, that was good fun though. Yeah, it was crazy though. You know, staying where we stayed at, there there was a few celebrity appearances. Uh, Britney Spears was a celebrity appearance. That's um, still counts as a celebrity appearance. Hey, I, I, I don't know why she was there. Honestly, no clue aside from hanging out, being crazy. The Grammys weren't there. I don't think anyway. Pretty sure it was just the Pro Bowl. Um, don't really know where the Grammys were. Um, I thought she had like some ridiculous contract where she was playing at the same place like so many times a week or something like that. Could be. We need a, hey, you could a get statistician, here. you know, a researcher to be checking this stuff since we're live, you know. But I'm almost positive I heard, and it was a ridiculous number too when she was in her conservatorship. I don't remember what the number was, but so it was. Oops, I did it again for Sonified. Yes. Yeah. 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 It, um, but you couldn't get near her, man. They're like people were trying to sneak pictures and like security was taking them down and stuff. Like, I don't even for real know if it was her or not. Honestly, like people tell me it was, but I don't believe them. So I speaking mean, of uh, Britney Spears, y'all remember when she kissed uh, Madonna on stage? Did y'all happen to see Madonna last night? No, I didn't. No. Whoa. Let's just say that there are a lot of memes and a lot of comments about uh, the way Madonna looks now. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yes. Really, really bad. You know, it's, it's yeah. like the, the thing about the Grammys is, <laughs> is, 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 are there like bets on the side about who can be the most bizarre? Exactly. Well, she's had so much plastic surgery. Her skin, like, glows it's it's the most amazing thing she looks like a doll really oh. um because she has to be what 64 uh, in fact she is uh, she'll turn 65 this year because she was born in 58 yes wow yeah look her up drew oh. tell me what you see oh i'm gonna <laughs> may have to hold that one up here so what <laughs> while 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 I'm googling Madonna and her plastic face, what else happened at the Grammys that was interesting? Did you guys enjoy it? I didn't see. Uh, we'll let Rod talk since he he saw most of this. I only saw God did that that eight yeah, minute you, song. Yeah, where, you tell uh, us about that. Though. DJ Khaled, you know my my uh, old did you friend just make me from Google? middle school, DJ Khaled. That's right. On the stage with the likes of John Legend, Lil Wayne, Jay Z, um, it was very interesting. It was very interesting. Definitely not the hip hop that I grew up with, but there she oh, is. Oh boy, I'm disturbed <laughs> by this. I was like Miss Potato Head. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, like what? Really? Wow. I was, yeah, they were so, saying she's so, starting to look a lot like the cat lady, which I didn't even know who the cat lady was, but there was a side-by-side, -side and uh, her lips are about this wide now. Oh, and yeah, she's oh. getting there. So, so yeah, we didn't even make it to, like, didn't even get close to, like, half of it. And I, I, I think, you know, we, we, we talked about it. It's like there, there's there's not a lot you have to do to to win a Grammy anymore. Like I mean, you know, not, especially not from when we grew up. I mean, and, and uh, I think Drew, you had even talked about just the whole fact of 
uh, if you look at Rolling Stones, all-time greatest, and it's just, it, I mean, it's literally now just a, who can be the most bizarre, and it just, it, it really doesn't take just a, a ton of effort to, to I mean, I mean, you, you have a pulse in the industry, and you're going up against people, and it's just like, what, what is this? And, and I mean, anything that wins now, it's just like, if this were 25 years ago, this 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 doesn't even get nominated in a state, let alone on the Grammys. Well, look, look, we got to see, you know, okay, so every every decade, in my opinion, has the best and the worst music, right? Every decade has mm -hmm. that. And, like, you know, us, us being of the age where we could purchase our own music in the 90s, you know, of course, that's going to be the decade that we're partial to. But even the Rolling Stone agreed with this. And you could probably say that the article was writ written that you referenced by people that are close to our age because they had some of the best singers ever. Yeah. Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey on there, Freddie Mercury, <laughs> all of those folks in the 90s. Just just amazing music was being produced. And then we got to the end of the 90s. And it, and it kind of was like, okay, yeah, this isn't this isn't the early '90s anymore. Mm -hmm. um, the the music did become. I feel like it's it's our fault for even buying those albums, guys. It's our <laughs> fault for buying albums in the late '90s. We basically made the internet shock value, you know, music of what it is today. Because I don't think you have to have the talent. No. I mean, and, and don't get me wrong, there's some entertainers out there that are, are good entertainers, you know? Like, I'll give you a Beyonce, a Katy Perry. Uh, I'll go Harry Styles, mm -hmm. even though I don't think he's that great of a singer. I think he's a little digital to me. Mm -hmm. But I, I still think they're good musicians. Now, in 50 years and 100 years, are we going to be writing stories about Harry Styles and how he changed music like we do the likes of Chuck Berry? you know or elvis presley absolutely not we're not gonna we're not gonna have those so for those guys that were winning the grammys back then yeah they were they were something different and i hate to be that old codger right that that goes on the word you get the, off my lawn you know but it's it's true i just don't think that i hope this is honest to god what i hope is that the, the 2020s started out with the bad and we're gonna we're gonna finish strong right i, I that's mean that's what i'm hoping you, you're right i mean it's it's literally like playing in the nfc south winning a or Grammy afc for, south yeah or the or afc, AFC I, south. I was about to say i mean i mean no offense if you're beyonce right now it's it's like being the eagles but you're in the nfc south <laughs> right it's right i mean you know it's you 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 roll out of bed and you got it that's the yeah. only that's the only thing you got to do and I, th I honestly think that that's contributed in that in that rolling stone article that we're talking about um that contributed to some people that are newer that were ranked up as high as they are right because, like, they don't have the competition. Like, I mean, I'm just throwing out there, you put Lady Gaga voice for voice against Alicia Keys, Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey, any of those people. Lady Gaga is coming in last place. Correct. Now, I mean, it's, it's you put State. her in the mix with people today, mm -hmm. well, she's a good singer. She And she puts on a heck of a mm -hmm. show.
And, 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 you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. If you don't have those people, Lady Gaga doesn't even exist today. You know, there, there's that aspect that we won't even touch. Well, I, but I, I mean, it's more music today is not necessarily about voice, right? It's about yeah. stage presence. Yeah. Lady Gaga goes to some award ceremony five or six years ago dressed in raw meat. Yeah. You know, that's the kind of thing that people are interested in now. And it's not so much about what they're actually saying. No. I mean, no. you mentioned Mariah Carey. What did Mariah Carey do? Stood on a stage and just sang her head off. <laughs> Whitney right. Houston, same thing. They didn't have to do all these shenanigans like the Katy Perry's do with, you know, things spinning around and, you know, all this sort of thing. And so, they literally were going against each other. Exactly. And then, I, mean, I mean, like, it, it really meant something to win a Grammy back then. Like, you really had to right. work. And the crazy thing was, though, is the only thing that we thought about when we saw, like, a Mariah Carey on stage was how much weight has she gained this year? <laughs> like, from her last performance last year. Like, that was, that was the shock value yeah. that we had. Right. Like, we didn't give a crap. She could still sing. It was great. I mean, once she got a little later in her career, you know, your, your voice deteriorates. I get it. I'm not even going to hold that against her, you know? But, like, that was our, our shock value. No, no, completely. Ooh, yeah, she or, or... gained five pounds this year. Let's let's write articles about it in the newspapers. Um, and that's that's all we had. Yeah. But we were, we were doing it based 100% off talent. But, you know, guys, honestly, we're a little hypocritical to say that. Because, uh, because, you know, thanks to this whole social media world, you know, we're at 4 million views on a podcast that truly has zero equipment, right? <laughs> we, we're literally three dudes with an idea because we can base a podcast off of this social media quick hit culture of, you know, what are these guys saying? Let me type things at them and, mm -hmm. you know, go about my life so you know i mean sure you you have have the downside of the fact that the grammys are ruined uh but uh, you also have the plus side of the culture of splife exists now so that's true because that's nobody true. has attention spans over nine seconds <laughs> that's correct speaking of uh, attention spans over nine seconds that's what i was expecting i was gonna have watching the pro bowl but i actually enjoyed it quite a bit how about y'all? You know, <laughs> what? I, I, there's almost like a strategy to it here now because you've got people like Tyreek Hill as rushers and stuff like that. I mean, like, so so people are getting a little more creative with uh, with, with how to strategize and, and, and be effective. I, I do like that. It, it reminds me of, like, what was it, four years ago when they throw in um, Richard Sherman at a wideout and uh, they do a uh, end around with him and uh, he gets ran down by the corner going, I've always told you you're so slow. <laughs> oh, I don't wow. even remember who it was that chased him down. Um, but, of course, you know, that was towards the end of Richard Sherman's career. So he can he can be slow and, and, and you know, use his brain to, uh, to make the big plays. That's true. But – but yeah, it, it was a honestly like the flag football aspect. I, I'm with you, Josh. I thought it was going to be crap. Um, they weaved all the other sporting stuff mm -hmm. that we're used to out of a Pro Bowl weekend inside there mm -hmm. to distract me from the fact that I was watching, flag you football. know, a flag football game. <laughs> um, 
honestly, like, I, I kind of enjoyed it. It was on from start to finish in my house. I can't say I watched the whole thing. My neighbor came up and, uh, you know, had some gifts for the kids for Valentine's Day. So, uh, so you know, I, I stepped outside and uh, chatted, chatted with the neighbors for a little while. So I didn't watch the whole thing, but I did watch the start and the finish. The kids were in and out. The kids really enjoyed it, um, which, going back to the Grammys, right? That's a that's that's a thing of our past was the Pro Bowl. Like yeah. it was for the kids. It's always been for the kids, right? Right. It's never for the adults. Yeah, I mean always for the kids. There there was only one thing I was hoping to see in it, and I was hoping to see Zeke Elliott be a center again. <laughs> that's the only thing that was missing. <laughs> he I wouldn't mean, have got destroyed this back go around. One snap, right? <laughs> Man, I hope he comes back next year just to redeem himself at the center position. I was so confused. I was watching. I don't. I don't even remember. I didn't see how it was set up. Three halves, I guess, is what it was. Like three, two. Yeah, it was. Like it was two games. Two halves. Three yeah. games. Three yeah. games. Two games. It was, I think three it was games. two games. Two so games. there was there was a full game and then. Then another game that they split okay. at halftime. I'm okay. Well, when sure. I was watching it, I thought it was quarters. So the NFC threw an interception at the end of what I thought was the first quarter. It was like and I was about throwing tomatoes at my TV when they came back from commercial break and the NFC had the ball. Because <laughs> yeah. it was actually the half. And so the NFC got the ball in the second half. Yeah, I believe that was but, the Geno Smith interception yes. that you saw. <laughs> it yeah. was, yes. and Because then the NFC got an interception. I was like wait a minute, why do they get to keep the ball? <laughs> and then I found out that it was a half. It's those darn AAU rules. <laughs> <laughs> but, Drew, after we talked, I went back and watched the end of the game to see what Peyton Manning was so upset about. Do you know what he was upset about? What, wasn't it the runoff? Wasn't that what the deal <laughs> no, was? No. So the NFC got a first down with three seconds left that made it first and goal from like the half yard line, three seconds right. left. And he got upset because Kirk Cousins knelt on the ball, victory formation. And he came out on the field and he was like, no, he has to throw the ball. He has to throw the ball. <laughs> I mean, is that not the most Peyton Manning thing you've ever heard? <laughs> three seconds on first and goal? <laughs> Look, it's, it's, it's Peyton Manning. So, um, you know, he got beat by Eli. Um, you know, that's, that's a big deal there. Cause it was for all the marbles, the end of the game, right? It was that one play, I guess would have mattered, but, um, it was just funny to me because during the halftime, which it wasn't actually a halftime show, I think it was between the two games. I don't even remember. Um, you know, you had the guys come in and, um, you had like, intermission. you had like the Diggs brothers hanging out together, you know, and like they're, they're talking about the halftime show and like, you know, it's, it was good fun, right? And then there's other people, AFC, NFC combined. And you got Peyton over there going over game plan <laughs> in the middle of halftime. And I'm like, are you kidding me? He's, like, for real trying to win this. Hey, look, Omaha. Keep in mind, at that, point, at that point, for, for the whole weekend, he's up by, like, six, I think. So, like, if anybody should have been freaking out, it should have been Eli. But – but you got you got everybody not taking it serious, and then Peyton Manning over there, like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna win. Which my wife did point out something this weekend that I have not noticed, and I'm gonna 
plant this in and this this may have to go out to all of social media because this is so important but my wife's watching the pro bowl she says to me peyton got the forehead but eli got the nose and i'm like interesting yeah so neither one of them have stopped growing peyton's (laughs) forehead and eli's nose they're they're just still constantly growing um hopefully they'll find a cure for that (laughs) Um, before too much longer because i'm sure peyton can't find a hat to fit anymore so wow (laughs) (laughs) so all in all i would say i'll definitely watch it again next year the it it was very competitive they were trying really hard minka made an unbelievable tackle oh katie chiming in here don't just on my boy peyton (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that is her. That is her crush. You can't mess with with Peyton. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Having but, a crush on Peyton Manning, man. That's. <laughs> she likes oh, she's probably going to challenge him again after that. She likes his personality. <laughs> That's what she's into. Definitely the personality. Look, I can go for days. I can go for days making fun. More Asian pop. I've been doing it for years. He drinks Pepsi. (laughs) For years. He drinks it with his chicken parm sandwiches. Hey, Peyton Manning, he's in a Pepsi commercial. Hey, Brent, who do you want us to talk about? Name an aging star. We'll see if we can talk about it. (laughs) I'm sure Ron can. I probably can. Drew probably can, too. <laughs> a- aging pop star talk. Gosh, I mean, that's, that's, I, I, I wouldn't that's, even know. That's where the to most open ended thing like around right now. I know I mean, like, it is. It's sad to me. It really is sad. We need to add Drew Carey as the host for this, you know, this now <laughs> impromptu podcast. <laughs> right. Right. We're just taking, taking ideas from the comment section at this point. <laughs> um, just going to run with it. So, Peyton drinks Pepsi. That's got to be the best insult. I've I ever mean, seen like you were in Vegas last week, Drew. You you probably like walked past like at least five aging pop stars while you were there. I probably did, and I didn't even know them. It's just you know, like wow, that person has a bunch of plastic on their face and a crew around them. Maybe I should have my picture made. I mean, come to find out. It's just some mascot, you know, like I thought it was, you know, somebody over there. I thought it was Madonna, but no, come to find out it was actually like, you know, just some statue. I mean, you've got <laughs> several of them that have been doing the their greatest hits for like the last 20 years. It's bad when Madonna walks into Madame Tussauds and you can't tell what's the statue and what's her. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. I did take a couple of selfies with statues. Maybe I need to revisit those and make sure that uh, that there's not anybody famous in there. <laughs> like, it's like maybe that wasn't Joan of Arc. That's not who that was on that statue at all. Speaking of uh, <clears throat> aging stars, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure y'all heard about Kyrie Irving yesterday, oh, right? Yeah. Kyrie Irving. What do you think about Kyrie Irving, Drew? So, um, 
Well, okay. So you have to think of any trade that goes down in two ways, right? You have to think of it from the, well, okay. Okay. In, the, in his scenario, I'm going to think of it from three ways. One way is Kyrie Irving. What does he have to gain out of this? And, um, you know, I think he comes out on top as the big winner in the trade overall. Um, you know, because, I mean, let's just face facts. That was the, the ridiculousness. The second thing you have to think of is the, the team that he left, right? Are, are they going to hurt? Um, and then the team that he goes to, is that going to help, you know? Um, how many picks did it end up being? It was uh... – I believe two, two picks. picks and then the first uh, a lot of their pick and like 29 something. I mean, the draft picks are so far away. We're going to yeah. be watching the draft and it's going to say from the Mavericks. And we're going to say, when did the Nets trade with the Mavericks? Oh, I, in 2023. Like, like literally, <laughs> like some of these, like some of them are probably in my youngest daughter's class right now. Yeah. Right? yeah they're going to be the picks. You know, so, he's in, like, the second grade. <laughs> so this is when Drew plays Madden, these these picks. So here's my goal when I, when I play Madden. I try to pick up every talent I can off of waivers and release anybody that's beneath them. Like, my, my 49ers no longer look like the 49ers at all anymore. And then my goal is to leverage every human that I have for draft picks. That's That's what I do. And so maybe that's the logic here. Like, cause I don't care what year it's going to be. I'm going to eventually find talent and, and my team's going to be okay. Um, unfortunately though, for, uh, for the Mavericks and the Nets, both in this scenario, um, they don't have the difficulty set to easy. Like I do yeah. whenever I play Madden and get rid of all of my stars for <laughs> draft picks. Um, so, you know, I, I think, again, I think, I think Kyrie is the winner here and I think, I don't know who comes out worse in this. I really don't. So, so y'all need to look out. There's a guy, I believe his name is Cam Thomas, mm -hmm. the first-round draft pick from LSU. And this is his That's second right. game in a row scoring more than 40 points since the uh, Kyrie Irving trade. So I, I saw – And he was, he was a guy that could really fill it up for LSU. I think it was uh, the COVID year. Yes. Uh, right, he, he was there. Yes, he can yeah. really fill it up. Yeah, so because I saw there, there was this picture of all these players because more players scored forty points in one day than in all of NBA history a few days ago, and I noted, you know, obviously Damon Lillard, you know, people that you know, mm -hmm. and then there was this Brooklyn Net. It's like who is that guy? Well, I was watching a little bit of the Clippers game tonight, and he had forty-four, and it said back to back. I was like, oh, that, that's the Brooklyn Net that scored 40 the other night. So, so I didn't like, even know anything about him till now. So it's like, has there been a team like ever where there was no Kyrie controversy? And I think that answer is a resounding no, right? So, I, I mean, it's just, I mean, it, it really is the over and under on how many games is it going to take for him to have a controversy where he doesn't want to play with this team anymore He's into it with his, with his teammates or the organization. And then, of course, it's kind of one of those things for Dallas right now where on the surface is like, oh, there's Luka and there's Kyrie. This is awesome. But Luka is ball dominant. It's Luka's team. You're going to bring a guy that's perpetually unhappy 
and ball dominant to a, a, a team that has a leader that's established and is ball dominant. So it's kind of like, okay, how's this going to work? And you, you traded Spencer Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith. I looked at their stats, their last game as Mavericks, and Dorian Finney-Smith had 18 points. He was a plus 10, and Dinwiddie had 25 points. I mean, why would you trade players that know their role on the you team? You can't ask for better role players than this. Exactly. The bring only, on a guy who's going to need to get his 30 or he's going to pout in the corner yeah. or make some comment and bring negativity to the organization. The only thing I can think of that, that Mark Cuban is thinking here in this scenario is that no publicity is bad publicity. Yes. Yeah. Right. Because I mean, let's just face facts. Had this not been a thing, we wouldn't even be talking about the Mavericks this year. Like, you know, I mean, it, it's it, they're they're one of those teams that historically isn't going to be the first name that comes out of your mouth, and it's not the last thing that comes out yeah. of your mouth. You know, and that's what his whole idea was. I'm going to make it fun to come watch a game here, yeah. and I'm going to put butts in the seats, right? Because he was, you know, y'all know the story. He's a long time season ticket holder box seats i think if i'm not mistaken and he was like i could do better than this and then two years later he ends up owning the team so surely he's reverting back to those roots in this yeah. scenario i hope <laughs> yes yeah, it's, it's, it's i've got the, nothing it's it's, it's the, the the quest to no longer be mid <laughs> right exactly i mean think about it guys he's had lebron james He's had Jason Tatum. He's had Kevin Durant mm -hmm. and James Harden at the same time kind of thing. And he's never, he's never happy. Yeah. It, it's amazing. I mean, he wanted to go, he wanted to be a Celtic for life. Remember that? He said that in mm -hmm. front of the crowd. I'm, I want to be here for life. And then first day of free agency, he signs with the Brooklyn Nets. What? And he and Durant are going to combine forces and be great. And, and then they win, what, eight, nine games in a row after, um, after Nash gets fired? I mean, they were one of the best teams in the East. And now Durant's hurt. What, sprained knee or something? He'll be back yeah, to the playoffs. They, they, yeah, and yeah. now he's got to be traded really again. With the Celtics, though. I heard he was very toxic in the locker room. Oh yes, definitely. We've got. I mean, you're talking about a guy who was mad shocker. that LeBron James was going back to the Cavaliers. Every other player in the NBA would have loved to play with LeBron James coming back from the Heat, and you got a guy who's been out of college. You'll have to check my stats, Rod. Five years, and who's that? Opportunity to play with the best yeah. player on the planet yes. in 2016. Because, what, he came out in, like, 2011, right? Yeah, because – and here's the thing about it. At, at Duke, here's what's funny yeah. there. He didn't, he wasn't able to finish the season at Duke. Oh. Mm -hmm. Did now, he I even know play? I will say something about the foot or whatever yeah. else, but right. it was – he he was it's, – it's a pattern, okay? Right. <laughs> exactly. And all we're talking about are things on the basketball court. Yes. And the locker room. 
we're not even talking about the stupid stuff that comes out of his mouth in press conferences. And then not in but that's the, that he does it. You know? That's the whole NBA now, though. Yeah. The like earth the, is the, flat. The, the NBA now is, is, um, uh, it, it, is the National Opinion Association because every player just likes to get the microphone and give their opinions. Um, it's a sad day, honestly, for them because of that. And and again, I'm not. I don't even have a single a single player here um, because you could name ten of them that do it on a regular basis. Um, you know, now if if an NBA player is talking about basketball, I'm going to listen, right? Because mm-hmm. you know they they know something about that. But you know, whenever they start jumping out and giving you know, all this nonsense that we get on a day-to-day basis out of, uh, you know, a good old NBA press conference. Um, I'm not, a, you know, I'm, I'm lost, right? Kind of like the I'm Grammys just... right now. I mean, exactly. the same thing in the NBA. Who can be the most bizarre and say the, the dumbest thing? Yeah, and, and look, here's the problem with that, though, is the fact that Dennis Rodman has already existed, and <laughs> y'all aren't even beating him at his own game, nope. at least. Right. The Grammys, I can expect something crazy to happen. Yeah. You know, it's an escalation process. It gets worse every year. It's yeah. nonsense. But Dennis Rodman was the pinnacle, and everybody's been trying to chase him ever since. Yeah. And, uh, you know, in retrospect, I kind of liked Dennis Rodman yeah. um, at the time, you know, when he was doing all the nonsense. Uh, but everybody else, maybe, again, I'm that old man at this point that, you know, is waving my fist at these guys. But, uh, you know, like, it's just uh, – it's just – it's it's not the entertainment that it needs to be. Start trash talking each other. Talk crap. You know, Larry Bird was entertaining as crap whenever we heard all the things that he said. You know, do that. That's gonna get get butts in the seats. I don't give yes. a crap any of your opinions if it's outside of basketball. And just for the record, since y'all aren't addressing the elephant in the room that is Katie Crego in the comments down at the bottom, it is a fact. Peyton Manning does drink Pepsi. He's on a commercial doing so. <laughs> she said this is not true. It's true. She won't it's on the freaking it. Frito-Lays commercial. The Lays Frito-Lays commercial. Look yeah. it up, Katie Crago. They, 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 they ripped the front of the house off to drag uh, Eli Manning to the Super Bowl. <laughs> In a bus. So it maybe happened. he just drank it that one time. Oh, he's sponsored by Lay's. Look, Pepsi has it in their contracts. When you're sponsored, you can't be caught in public drinking another drink. No, it's all about Pepsi. There you go. They one enjoyed that. It's it's facts. He's spitting facts here. He does drink Pepsi. It is factual. If I had a picture in picture to put a video up, I would do it now, but I'm not that fancy. <laughs> she has already fact checked you and indeed you are yeah. correct yes. telling you yeah because uh lays and uh pepsi are owned by the same people right yes mm-hmm. the same folks that own taco bell yep indeed there you go so we'll just have to see how long Kyrie lasts in in dallas i just feel so bad for luka Doncic. Because you have arguably the best player in the world in Luka Doncic. And they won't put talent around him. You can't just have one guy. Gotta have a slideshow. Exactly. And we were talking in pregame about how the Knicks thought, oh, we can add a bunch of scorers and this is going to work great. We'll get Chris Childs and Allen Houston from Detroit. 
Larry Johnson from Charlotte. Well, we already have Patrick Ewing and Starks. We're going to score 150 points a game. But they forget there's only one ball. And that's the same thing that's going to happen here. Before you know it, Luca and Kyrie are going to be going back and forth at each other. And I mean, Luca is a team player. But it's time. the Mavericks need Luca to be the best player in the world because Kyrie is not that anymore. Not even close. Never has been. So, yeah, we'll see. Most likely he won't be around when the playoffs hit. He'll do something so? dumb to not be available. Wow. There you go. You heard it here first. Yes. Let's put that on a Facebook reel or something, see if we can make that go viral, Rod. (laughs) Shout out to you, Kyrie. Can you make it to the playoffs? Playoffs? Nope. (laughs) I mean, this is like going to be like this. I mean, it's like celebrity jeopardy here with with him. Like, you're you're coming in, like, at the all-star break to a team, and we're counting on it, you not making it to the playoffs. It's. It's literally like I remember the episode of Celebrity Jeopardy where the category was uh, things that end in purple. You know, I mean, and then it was, and it was like this color ends in purple, and then the answer was uh, light purple. I mean, you know, it was. <laughs> oh man! Oh wow! I mean, it's it's Celebrity Jeopardy getting Kyrie to finish the season that. <laughs> <laughs> he only has to finish half of the season. <laughs> Flipping over to the, the other show, Wheel of Fortune. Did y'all see the college kid that got the answers wrong on Wheel of Fortune? Yeah. He messed oh, up like man. three times, but the main one, he already had all of the letters up there. All he had to do was read it. And he read Achilles as Achilles. Yeah. Achilles, yes. <laughs> and he had like four he had like four million dollars. Four million dollars. All yep. he had to do was just be able to read. Reading is fundamental. <laughs> are that's, you kidding? That's... I mean, I was I watched it and I'm like, are you kidding me? Somebody's gonna give me four million dollars just to be able to read? <laughs> I mean Not even I, foreign we, language ride. This is this is a word you've been saying. Since sixth grade, <laughs> when you first studied mythology, <clears throat> or I mean, if you've been playing basketball, kids will take this deal. <laughs> or if you've been playing basketball, right? Like I don't want to tear my Achilles. That's what sent me away from. Yeah, uh, I, nobody, nobody says I don't want to tear my. Uh, what was it he said again? Achilles. Well, like even, my even as a skateboarder <laughs> growing up. I didn't play basketball, but you know what I saw guys do on the vert ramp? They busted their atchelis. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, we already know reading is his atchelis heel. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, that's like, got to be Brad Lee. That's got to be Brad Lee on home. the show. <laughs> Give us a comment, Brad. Logging on as your wife. I appreciate that. <laughs> the show. I mean, so, I mean like, so, you don't ever live that down. Like, what happened when he went back home? Like, how do you even go back home? Right. <laughs> so uh, that's worse I, than I Chris Webber calling the timeout when he didn't have one. Yeah. <laughs> In a championship game at that. Exactly. <laughs> I was was actually just talking about that this weekend. Where do you think Michigan would be had he not called that timeout and they found a way to beat North Carolina? I doubt they would be.
be 12 and 10 with Jawan Howard coaching them. <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> so, Yo, uh, we're getting all off script tonight. Let's go. We are. It's, it's bad. <laughs> I've even got one for you guys. So I don't, I don't know if y'all heard the boom like earlier, a second ago. While we're talking, so you guys know one of my New Year's resolutions was to lose a little bit of weight. Mm -hmm. Apparently, um, my fingers have gotten so skinny that my wedding ring can fall off my hand now. Um, and it's tungsten, so it's heavy, right? And I'm sitting here talking to you guys, and uh, I just do like, you know, in, in, my, in my lap, I kind of do this little motion right here because, you know, I try not to talk with my hands in front of the camera, so I talk with them down below. And when I did, it just flew off my hand and <laughs> landed. I found it. I see it, but it's it's not here anymore. So uh, positive positive feedback on that New Year's resolution. I'm, uh, I am losing weight. So. There you go. There you go. They have to get a new wedding band or something. But so while we're while we're talking about our uh, New Year's resolutions, I was uh, pretty upset because I hadn't started mine my New Year's resolution yet oh yeah and as you all know one of my new year's resolutions was to read the bible 365 mm -hmm. days and so i was really upset i went into the bible app and i saw i was a quitter on january 26th of 2022 so i'm only like well i guess it's more now but when i looked i was only five days behind there you go you can make that up that's right wait look yeah. at the bright side at this you went more than 21 days and that created a habit <laughs> yeah and then it was those gonna, last five i was like i'm out <laughs> gonna come to fruition at some point that habit will i mean that, so that might be 26 more days than Kyrie plays for mavericks <laughs> Wouldn't that be crazy I, I if he comes out? Kyrie. What's that? I hope he's watching this. <laughs> <laughs> or finds it somewhere. Wouldn't that be crazy if he comes out and just says, I retire? <laughs> but would it be shocking, though? No. I don't think it would. He would just be like, hey, look, I just wanted the Nets to trade me. I didn't really want to play for anybody else. <laughs> Either that or he's going to tell everybody in Dallas how he wants to play with Boston. Yeah. <laughs> but how, how about yeah, the, you, uh, you guys want LeBron. I specifically said I want to play with LeBron again. How about the uh, the owner of the Nets? I'm going to take my kickball and go home. Did you see the offers that he had from the Phoenix Suns and the L.A. Lakers? <laughs> but he knew that Kyrie would want to go to one of those two Great. teams. <laughs> so he traded him to the Mavericks yeah. for nothing. <laughs> Unbelievable. So uh, I'm sure a lot of people are tuning in today because they're looking for one Patrick Hape. Everybody knows Patrick Hape, right? Man. Shout out in the comments if you know who Patrick Hape is. Man. We don't want to steal his thunder too much, but Patrick Hape will definitely be with us next week. He was supposed to be with us this past week, um, and something came up. But then lo and behold, we had technical difficulties. Shout out to Facebook but everything's working now. So Patrick has assured me that he will be available next Monday. So I'm sorry for everybody who's tuned in right now, maybe two people at the moment, but uh, you're, they probably left because Patrick wasn't here. So rest assured, Patrick will be here next week. And we're gonna blow our numbers out of the water That's with him. exactly right. 
no doubt. And guys, on that note, uh, I, I think the reason why we might be having some struggle with with live viewers is we don't have our time. You know what I mean? Like, like we've had some Wednesdays at nine o'clock, some Tuesdays, some Mondays, and that's just life, listeners. We're all dads, and family comes first. So that's how it's going to continue to be. So tune in to the Facebook page. I always write on there when we're going to be live. Yeah. So it's it's kind of a surprise for you, but hey, our families hey, come first. Like that. That's right. When we got a, you know, Rod's got a phenom, you know, so she's got she's got practices, she's got training, all this stuff. No, Patrick Cape does not drink Pepsi. There's no way. There's no way that Patrick Cape drinks Pepsi. He's not gonna let it go. <laughs> and when you get off of here, Craigo, you're not going to hear the end of this. <laughs> but he will be with us next week, and he will let us know next week if he drinks Pepsi. That's going to be the first question. Yeah. Absolutely. In fact, Absolutely. I'm going to text him and tell him that we didn't air the show tonight, so he doesn't go listening to it. So he has no clue that we're talking about him like this. And yes. then we'll just ask him if he drinks Coke or Pepsi. Speaking of questions, Craig, go. Trivia. Is, is it time? What we got? Time? Okay. All right. So uh, give us a comment if you're watching right now. We can see there are a couple of you out there, a couple who've come in and out. And I'm going to ask the trivia question one more time and give the people that are online at this moment an opportunity to answer. There we go. So the First question was, there is only one jersey that has been retired by the Charlotte Hornets for a player who played for the Charlotte Hornets. So as we all know, Bill Russell's jersey numbers retired across the NBA, but this NBA player actually played for the Charlotte Hornets. What is the name of that player? See so what we get comments. Anybody. Uh -oh. Spoiler alert, as you're tapping Alonzo Morning, it is not Alonzo Morning. Not Alonzo Morning. That would have taken you a long time to type unless you just went with Zoe. Yeah. yeah. We established earlier, no no grandmama. That's right. All the, we'll, all give the you, we'll give you a little bit of time to think, but remember, if you're tuning in late, this is Uncle Joe's trivia, and Uncle Joe doesn't cheat. Muggsy Bo. I like that. Good I guess like that guess, day answer. one. Good guess, though. Oh. Oh, Brent Keating. Y'all know Brent Keating. He's the one that came with this. Right. He was actually right. at the Charlotte Hornets game a couple weeks ago, maybe last week. And Drew and I just happened to be talking when we were trying to get through these Facebook issues. And Brent hit me with this trivia question. So he said, Bobcats are allowed. Yes. That may or may not be a hint. I don't know. Okay. Well, while you're, while you're thinking about that, I'll give you the second one. We all know that Tom Brady was the 199th pick in the 2000 mm -hmm. NFL draft. There were six quarterbacks that were drafted before Tom Brady. Name those six quarterbacks. And again, don't be Googling. Don't be Googling. Just use Not your test yourself. brain. Just use that your brain. That one would be tough to Google. I mean, you could <laughs> Google the whole draft, but you got picks one to 199 <laughs> to go through. That's true. That is very true. Well, you could probably Google um, 
six quarterbacks drafted before Tom Brady, and I bet maybe it's answer there. I'm thinking looking it up on Wikipedia, right? right. Like you might get a table that you can yeah, but sort the quarterbacks. Then, I mean, even if you do some searches like that, it could come back where you get people that were like not even drafted the same year he was drafted that could come up in that search. That's right. That's right. Yeah, those. Those those kind of searches you do have to be dangerous uh, are a little bit dangerous because there was one trivia question that we had that we may or may not have done yet, so I won't talk too much on it. And if you Google it, it gives you the wrong answer. Mm -hmm. Well, we all remember when Sinbad died on Wikipedia. Oh yeah, right, (laughs) right. Shout out to Sinbad. What's he up to? Oh no, man. (laughs) Maybe he's listening. That's right. Hey, make a reel. You know, tag him. Let's go. Somebody can go in the comment section or at least by next week. Let's let's find out what Sinbad's doing. We'll have that answer next week. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Our goal is to bring celebrities and famous people back into the spotlight. That's right. That's what we're going to do. Come on, Sinbad. Not just aging pop stars. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) <laughs> All right, let's let's let's, let's roll it in. I saw it, Grant. I see you out there, man. Hey, we asked you to come up with an aging pop star. Give us let's, an aging uh, pop star. It's not too late. Let, let's reel it in. What do you guys want to do next? Do y'all want to give the answers to the trivia, or do you want your Super Bowl picks? Let's do our Super Bowl picks, and let's then we'll come back picks. around for the, okay. the other people that have joined the show. But we're not going to say the questions again. We're just going to shout them out here. So There you go. Go ahead, Rod. What do you think? Uh, I mean, even if Mahomes wasn't hurt, I'm still going to go with the Eagles just because you've always got to pick the the, the dominant trenches. On both sides of the line, the the Eagles have a decided advantage there. Um, And I just – I think they're, they're a more complete team. Uh, Mahomes is not going to be as hurt, but still not 100%. So I, I look for, for this to be Eagles probably by 10 to 14 points. Wow. Okay. Follow that up, Drew. All right. So I don't know if you guys remember, but I have a list. Number one through 32 of where <laughs> I rank every team <laughs> – on my hatred of that team or my like of that team. And this quite possibly could be one of the worst scenarios of a Super Bowl (laughs) in my 1-32 to list. Um, In fact, for this season, as far as teams that actually made it to the playoffs that had a chance, this is the worst scenario. Um, these are all in the uh, the bottom uh, 26 teams. <laughs> Both of these teams are. Um, Kansas City Chiefs are lower on my scale, coming in at number 27, I believe. Yeah, they, they took a Super no, no, Bowl no, away from you a couple of years ago. 28, right? Yeah, Thir- they, they bumped themselves down a lot. Bumped themselves down a lot. So, um, I, I hope and I think the Eagles are going to win it. Um, being the lesser of the two evils, in my opinion. Um, I, the reason why I think the Eagles can win it is because they had the number two defense. Although the Chiefs destroyed the number one defense, um, if you recall, 
um, that's that's when we had our our backup quarterback being the 49ers and um, not the backup backup that was the good quarterback but the backup quarterback which is better than the starting quarterback that's a whole nother story altogether um, and not to be confused with the backups backups backup who got a concussion in our playoff game and is the reason why we're not in the Super Bowl again not to be confusing here but uh, but yeah I think that the Eagles come out on top of, of this one I agree with your comments they're the more complete team. Um, they've got an offense to go with their defense. I don't think the Chiefs have a defense to go with their offense. Um, so offense to offense, if it was no defense on the field, I would give the Chiefs the win. Um, but, you know, defense wins championships, and that's what this is all about. So I'm giving the Eagles a win. I don't think it's going to be that big. I'm going to go 37-35 here on the score. Um I think it's going to be it's going to be a little closer, and the reason why I picked thirty seven thirty five is because of my favorite topic from the past three weeks of the NFL has been that the games are rigged, and I saw that someone released that that was the scripted score was thirty seven to thirty five Eagles winning. So uh, I have to say that's what it's going to be. Truth be told, I would I would have picked like thirty five to twenty one or something, but since that was released, I got to I got to say it right. Yeah. Because we got to buy in with the NFL being scripted, just like everybody else is. So I've gone back and forth. I've gone back and forth with this matchup. I really feel that this is going to come down to who can throw the ball. And I think Patrick Mahomes is going to be really close to 100%. Um, I know that he has a high ankle sprain and y'all remember when I had my high ankle sprain, but I didn't have the type of therapy, uh, the acupuncture and the hypobaric chambers and, you know, all this stuff that, uh, that Patrick Mahomes has. And I just don't trust Jalen Hurts throwing the ball. Obviously, I know that he's improved a tremendous amount this year, but I still remember Calvin Ridley running across the middle on a slant wide open and Jalen Hurts tucking it for eight yards. So I really think that if the Chiefs can keep Hurts in the pocket with the likes of playoff Frank, as Kevin Franz told me today, playoff Frank and the rookie on the other edge, I can never remember his name. I called him Snuffleupagus today, but I think his name is like Karlaftis or something like that. Um, And then with big Chris Jones in the middle, I think they're going to have a really tough time running the ball. They keep him in the pocket. Um, they keep the running back that I can never remember his name from Penn State. What's his name? Um, you know who? Oh yeah, I know Miles about. Sanders. Miles Sanders. Yeah. If if they can keep him at like three point two, three point five yards a carry, um, I really don't think that AJ Brown's going to be able to get enough catches uh, to to make that difference and. I know that people don't think the Chiefs have a running game, but this Pacheco kid is silencing a lot of Mm non-believers, you know, rocking the uh, Tariq Hill jersey number. uh, And Travis Kelsey is going to have a big game. Nobody can stop Travis Kelsey. So just like I did when you, Drew, Rod, and Eric were all non-believers, Remember, all three of you said that the Cincinnati Bungles would be in the Super Bowl, and I was the only chief pick. I guess I'm the only chief pick again tonight. And I'll say it's going to be really high scoring. I think it's going to be closer than than what uh, what Rod's thinking. 
um but not oh kevin just tuned in kevin mm. just tuned in hopefully you heard me kevin i picked your chiefs i'm gonna go with 42 35 something like that and i know there'll be some field goals there'll be some crazy stuff that happens make it easy yeah. make it easy though yeah we'll make it easy he's so, got like chief's radar he came in right there. he did so i've got i've got 38 34 here this i'm gonna i'm gonna submit this in history and i was hoping kevin friends wouldn't join because he's gonna be upset by this news if you two are right if you're correct this will make patrick mahomes the next tom brady without a doubt i mean i was actually talking about this with a chiefs fan the other day who thought Chris Jones had a bad season. So, whoa, that kind of changed the uh, landscape of our conversation. But what I said was Patrick Mahomes is a D4 jumping off sides away from being in another Super Bowl that was against the Rams, if I'm correct, where the Patriots beat the Rams. Yep. And both teams played like trash. Mahomes would have absolutely dominated that Rams secondary. Right. So then that gives you another Super Bowl. My only reservation about the Kansas City Chiefs is this. You all know I'm a huge Steeler fan. And the Steelers have six rings. The 49ers have five rings. Right. And, of course, the Patriots have six rings. And Brady has seven. So the only reason why I would not want the Chiefs to win at anything is just because I'm scared of them. That they're, but they're going to beat my Steelers with six Super Bowls. But that's so the that's the wrong reason to root against Patrick Mahomes, who was an absolute warrior in that Bucks Super Bowl when Tariq Hill let the ball bang off his helmet, when Travis Kelsey dropped a ball that was right in his arms for a touchdown in the fourth quarter. And Kevin can chime in on the other one where he ran for his life and then threw a strike on the left side of the end zone yeah. that was dropped. So that's where I started buying Patrick Mahomes underoos right there. That guy earned all my respect. I know that's what he's looking for, but he's got it. But that, that's, that's the thing. Like you, you, you making all these comments, all of a sudden that's what it's going to turn into, right? Is that, that, you know, first off, Andy Reid, in my opinion, is a better coach than Bill Belichick. And, and it's proven now. He's a great coach. Like, I, I don't understand why the Eagles got rid of him. That was that was the dumbest mistake ever. Um, I, I, I want to say it's because they just don't like Wilford Brimley and diabetes. Um, <laughs> that's the only reason that they couldn't like him. I don't I don't know what the deal was there. But like to me, he should be the most sought after coach ever. Right. I mean, at this point, I, again, I think he's he's a better coach than Belichick. And with that. Reed and Mahomes dynamic, it's just going to parallel to that. And and the reason why I say it's bad news, it's not good news. Um, it's bad news because people are going to begin to hate him more than they already don't like him, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, given this season, we haven't heard much from his wife and brother, but, um, you know, those things aren't aren't helping him, right? Uh, but yeah, if he wins the Super Bowl this year, there's going to be that talk, and it's it's going to be, you know, more of the it's rigged. You know, since Tom Brady retired, they had to have somebody replace <laughs> it, and blah blah. 
blah, 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 blah. Y'all can just get ready for it if he wins. Um, and, and I think it's just going to be sheer hatred. Um, although I will say my son, who seems to be, you know, really in tune with the, the whole, you know, NFL, um, he seems to think that Joe Burrow is the next hated quarterback. The guy that it's like, I don't like him, and you have no reason to not like him. Joe, Joe Burrow's Burrow his guy. Burrow's easier to hate just because Joe Burrow has that 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 moxie about him. He has that oh yeah that Joe Namath type of you know deal to him. Like, like, so, like so he with, he and he he would relish the role of 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 being an antagonist more than I mean Mahomes just doesn't come off as that type of guy. That's right. Yeah, Mahomes is like you know oh I want to pinch his cheeks you know like I I just you know I I just think he's he's an awesome guy you know like you just it's just likable right um but Joe Burrow yeah he's the hill of the company I feel like um in that in that position uh anyway unfortunately the Bengals are always the underdogs so um there's that aspect if he didn't get sacked 27 times a game people probably would already start hating him but you mm-hmm. kind of got to feel bad for him that, you know, they have that paper line up there to to block, you know. He has to count three Mississippi and throw the ball like we yeah. did in Kiwi when we didn't have anybody blocking over 80 pounds in front of us. <clears throat> like the flag football game last night. <laughs> or, or like going back to like Zeke, Zeke Elliott. Elliott as you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're going back to Zeke Elliott. Yep. <laughs> Zeke Elliott, my 80-pound center. All right, here we go. <laughs> One of my one of my best friends growing up, I remember playground football. Like he he was always committed to me. He's like you know because I was pretty fast. I was a pretty fast kid, and uh, he was committed to me. And he liked me in the backfield, and I hated it, hated it because I felt like Zeke was out there blocking for me in front of me. You know, just you just he's just got this kid up there, just gonna let this giant kid sit on my head. That's what I want. Yep, right there. I know what you feel like, Dak Prescott. I feel yep. your pain. <laughs> All I right. I know it's going to be a great game. Regardless yeah, it will. Of who wins, so. it, it will be. You know I, what I'm I, looking most forward to? The Pepsi commercials. With Peyton Manning? Yeah, with Peyton Manning <laughs> in them. Yeah. Shout out the guy. Guy Moore runs back a kick this week. But will there be a block in the back? Oh. Will there be a block? A block in the back that's like called. <laughs> yeah, because if it doesn't get called, it was part of the script. That's right? true. That's yeah. true. That's it's supposed right. to be. Right. Kevin got the script in advance. That's how he knows. Yeah, we were talking about that in pregame. You know, referees out there who are watching the show, if a player goes like this, that means they're guilty. Throw yeah. the flag. Right. right. <laughs> Make up what they. They did. I'm sure they did both, holding and blocking the back. So just call them. <laughs> well, so, so Drew, you, know, like you, you just you, you said it was scripted in 37 to 35. So so you're saying that they, that they've in the wrestling term they've already decided the Eagles are going over, right? <laughs> right, right. The Eagles Eagles are going over. Now that's that script is subject to change, yeah. right? In the middle of the game. Just shout out to Vince you know, McMahon on that yeah, one, right? Yeah, they, you know Vince just gets to pick the winner. 
of the game. Sometimes they don't get to execute their finisher because they tear a bicep or something like that. You know, you never can tell. So 37-35 is what we got planned for the Super Bowl this weekend, <laughs> um, which, by the way, it is Chiefs on top at halftime and then the Eagles mount the comeback, if y'all were curious okay. as to how the Will the light go out? out? Ten-year anniversary of that. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. So, <laughs> Which, by the way, if I if I nail this spot on, like we're he done. won't even respond we're... to you, Rob. No, <laughs> no, I, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm done. What'd you say? I'm sorry. I, I actually missed it. Nothing. He said, "Ten year yeah. anniversary. Will the lights go off in this one?" Um, no, no. You know what? I that one. Like, it's funny to me. The Chiefs' loss hurt me. It did. It really did. <laughs> like, I, I I'm irate about that one to this day. But the Ravens, like, I went into that Super Bowl knowing we were going to lose that one. I mean, just because the brother versus brother dynamic, yeah. like, we were done. You know, Harbaugh had never beat his brother. So, like, I'm just, you know, it was like I already knew we were losing that one. So, like, I was – I'd set myself up for that loss. The Chiefs one, though, I thought we were winning, and we obviously you were for didn't win a while on that one. Yeah. And then Garoppolo it's, it's the story of a wide-open receivers so y'all could win the game. but And not to mention a, a, a couple of, uh, of uh, um, tipped balls that could have been caught, in my opinion, uh, mm -hmm. happened in that game as well. But you're playing corner because you can't catch. If you could catch, you'd be a wide receiver, right? Yep. That one, one of those wasn't from Tart, right? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> he reserved that one for the NFC Championship last year. Jeez Louise, that was bad. I mean, the Mahomes, you... Mahomes. <laughs> so, so, Kevin, I 100% agree with you that 50% of, of uh, penalties are not called. But, man, they just, like, the most inopportune time to miss a call. I mean, because we were talking about that earlier. If that block in the back is called, that's a 39-yard difference. And I can, I can solve the problem. I can 100% solve the problem, but nobody's called yeah. me up to fix the NFL officiating problem. Okay, you've got coaches that are full-time. You've got players that are full-time. You've got commentators that are full-time. And you've got idiots out there in black and white shirts that are bagging groceries on the weekends before their game on Sunday. Why do we have part-time refs in the NFL? Yeah. Hey, Kevin, I know you're drinking that red and white Kool-Aid, red and yellow, whatever your colors are, <laughs> but you didn't have the Patrick Mahomes that you had against the Buffalo Bills in the playoffs in, I guess it was 2022, right? So yeah. you, you didn't have that guy. You weren't moving the ball nah. in the second oh. half like you were against the Buffalo Bills. So I really don't think, what'd you have, 27 seconds that no, you're going to yeah. go that far no. and then get in range for a guy who looked like he missed the 45-yarder in Butker. I mean, talk about a guy who uh, misses some kicks that he should make. I'd be nervous if you were kicking a 55-yarder to win that game. But, of course, it could have gone into overtime, and who knows what happens in overtime. But, I mean, you did change the rules of overtime because of that Bills game. So oh, yeah. who knows what happens happens but we had a guy who ran a 20 yard run and took a hit we had a guy who ran a 20 yard run and took a hit so uh 
I've forgotten that's, that. That's my 45 year old brain. Kevin, help us out. <laughs> he's, he's, he's just, just high in mind. When you don't Mahomes. know, just say Mahomes, baby. Exactly. I, I just got a feeling that, 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 I mean, it's like when you're in church and you don't know the answer, just say Jesus. Yeah. You know? You can't yeah, ever that, be that, wrong. That Eagles defensive line and that pass rush, I, I just, I think we're underrating that. Yeah, that Hassan guy is a stud on the edge. Mm -hmm. No question. He's, he's a full believer in the Mahomes magic. But you would have started 39 yards behind where that drive started. That's the difference. Nah, it would have went into overtime at that point. And, yeah. so, and then at that point, it's just like. Well, like momentum shifts so fast whenever it comes to stuff like that. You really have no idea yeah. what would have happened because your no, next I mean, play is not the same next play, right. right? I mean, yeah, you're right that if, if you know, we, we play it out like they played it, then it's a 55-yard field goal. But, okay, well, time out. Let's back up. We're not going to get in a position to kick a 55-yard field goal. Who knows? They could have put in the running back as a center and then tried to play some hook and lateral stuff <laughs> and just got him creamed. Zeke, and then we would have been making get fun over that one. of him. <laughs> <laughs> that is so, true. So, Craig, go. All right. So, since Kevin, since Kevin joined, I'll, I'll give him one more shot. He's a big NBA guy. So there was one player, let's just say he played for the Charlotte Hornets and his jersey is the only jersey retired by the Charlotte Hornets. Oh man, man he's still he's still chiefing it up over here. <laughs> Who was that player? I'll give you 30 seconds, Kevin. But you won't get it. So we'll move on. So the answer to that question is Bobby Phils. Yes. yes. Bobby Phils. And, and, uh, and, of course, me and Drew, we tagged to, to get that answer. Because <clears throat> obviously most people are going to think Alonzo Mourning or Larry Johnson. But then we started thinking about, well, I mean, who else would have even been worthy as a Hornet to, to have a jersey to be retired? Right. You know, so then you start thinking about, well, you know, there's a lot of people that, you know, posthumously may have had their jersey retired. So and then Drew, you automatically thought, well, wait a minute, who's the, the, the guy that died in the car accident? Right. That's exactly and so then I was like, oh, Bobby Fields. That's right. So he actually died in January of 2000 and his jersey was retired in February of that same year. So a month later. That's right. Okay. That's right. And when I was uh, when I was just doing a little bit of research, just to just to add uh, some verbiage to this, I also saw that Drazen Petrovic, his jersey was retired. He died in a car accident. In '93 for the Knicks. That's yep. exactly right. Was a great shooter. That's right. And, and Reggie Lewis, like you said, Rod. I, that was the first person I thought about was Reggie Lewis. That's right for Boston. And now, granted, Reggie Lewis could have had a career that caused his jersey to go up into the rafters but Bobby, from what he had done he was really so on far, his second year of being all-star right, right exactly exactly mm -hmm. so the second question was we know that tom brady was the 199th pick of the 2000 nfl draft name the six quarterbacks that were drafted before him 
And these are some major Hall of Famers. Major. Yeah. Right? Some all amazing guys. As a so, hint for those that are still out there, um, <laughs> the first pick, the first quarterback drafted was the number 18 pick in the first round. Mm -hmm. So if that goes to show you how many great quarterbacks there were. <laughs> so my guesses were obviously Joe Namath um, and, uh, and um, you know, what? Kenny Stable, who, who, right? <laughs> what was that? And he's like Kenny Stabler, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, Kenny, Kenny Stabler, two years difference. But yeah, whatever. Bart um, <laughs> Star was on there, throw him in there. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, so did, I, did say, I did say Kenny Stabler yeah, instead of Joe Nader. He did. That, that, was, that, was, that was my pregame antics. So shout out to Brent Keating for giving me this question. All right. And uh, I'm, I'm proud to say that I actually knew two of them off the top of my head. Um, he did give me the teams, which helped because one of them was a Steeler. Um, but the first one was Chad Pennington. Yeah at number 18 to the Jets. The second one was Giovanni Carmazzi, the 65th. I had no clue on that one. That's the only one of them I knew. That was the one that I knew. <laughs> and Mr. Relevance, one through six, exactly. They won. No, no we, let, we let Mr. Irrelevant start and take us to the playoffs. Mm. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's exactly right. The uh, this one I didn't get. I came up with the college that he went to, but I still couldn't come up with it. And that was the one and only Chris Redmond. Chris Redmond from Louisville, seventy fifth pick from. Louisville I don't even know how you came Ravens. up with that one. <laughs> then the one that I got was T. Martin from yeah, Tennessee. That was one of the first one. That was actually yeah. That was the hundred and sixty third pick, and then you had by the New Orleans Saints, Mark Bolger. I, yeah, I definitely, you know. Which everybody that. remembers Mark Bolger as a Ram. As a Ram as opposed to Saints. That's exactly right. And then number 183 was one, I'll probably mispronounce his name because I didn't look it up because it's just another quarterback name on the back of that. Cleveland Brown jersey that y'all have seen that lists like all 25 quarterbacks that they've had since like 1995 or whatever it is, mm -hmm. that would be Spurgeon Wynn. Yeah. That was the definitely, well, the two that I would have never in a million years heard of was the second, uh, the second uh, quarterback that you mentioned in this one. <laughs> I think, I think there should be a rule that the Cleveland Browns should no longer be allowed to draft a quarterback. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, that should just be a yeah. thing. Like, you should only – like, certain teams should only be allowed to draft quarterbacks from now on. Like, <laughs> and, and that's one. You're wasting that position, Cleveland. Stop drafting them. <laughs> Bad. Think about how yeah. much talent they've had. I'm talking top caliber SEC quarterbacks like Freddie Kitchens. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't say that without laughing. Uh, but seriously – They've had they have had some good people that they've drafted that they've just kind of like went to the wayside. Um, they had the number one pick, Brady Quinn. They drafted Tim Couch I mean, out of Kentucky, Tim Couch. absolute gunslinger at Kentucky, and didn't translate to the NFL.
Y'all remember that? It's not that he didn't translate to the NFL. He translated perfectly to being a Brown. (laughs) If there was ever a team that their mascot could be Browns, it's them. Shout out to Juju (laughs) Smith-Schuster for his uh, derogatory comment when we were going to play the Browns in the playoffs. He said the Browns is the Browns. And they they beat us. And he left to go to Kansas City, where he won't be playing in the Super Bowl, I understand. So if if the Chiefs – sorry to flip back. If the Chiefs are to win this game, they'll be doing it with their number one receiver being a bust from the Green Bay Packers. I'm not talking about tight end, right? I'm talking about wide receiver. Valdez Scantling. That's right. Right. Because Juju's out, Hardman's out. So you have Valdez Scanling and some rookie that Kevin told me about. And maybe Sky Moore. Maybe they'll yeah. throw him in there. We'll see. So So if um if uh if Mahomes wins the Super Bowl, as far as active quarterbacks go, he'll have the uh he'll be tied for number two with the, the most rings, yeah. right? Now, there's one that's got y'all thinking because y'all are like, wait, yeah, like, who's Tom Brady retired. Who's number one that he's tying with? Hmm. That's a great question now. We know it's, oh, it's Russell the, Wilson. Yeah. He has one. Stupidest ever trivia in the world. We're talking about a quarterback? Yeah. Does he start? Define start. Wait, does Joe Flacco have two? No, he just has one. No, right? he just has the, the just one. Just the one. He caught lightning in the yes. bottle. That's right. Or more like a defense in the bottle. You said define start. Maybe that should be our trivia question next week. I think as so. As you guys yeah, are. I think so. I think so. I think, I think so. Anybody out there? Kevin, you got an answer? All right, let's roll it. Let's roll it. Speaking of which, I forgot to mention when I started my segment, Uncle Joe's Trivia, that we now have a sponsor. We now have a sponsor for a $25 gift card. So if you don't cheat, right, of course, this is the honor system, and you comment with the right answer, then you'll win a $25 gift card from my good friend Mark Acuff at Birmingham Mortgage. There we go. If nobody wins, then we press that to the next month. So then it becomes a $50 gift card. And since we have uh, domestic as well as international listeners, this will be an Amazon gift card. So it can be used anywhere in the world. And and as hard as these trivias are becoming, they could almost get like the mega millions at some point. (laughs) That's exactly (laughs) right. That's exactly right. If we treat it like bar trivia, not cheap, right? That's exactly right. All well, right, y'all still, Drew. y'all still aren't getting getting the the NFL quarterback with the most rings now that Tom Brady's retired. I'm gonna have to really think about that one. And you said he's t- he'd be tied with two. Yeah, yeah, Mahomes will be be tied with two with this quarterback. <laughs> I have to think. Man, that is a good one. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> About it. 
once y'all once y'all realize who it is, y'all would be like, "Oh, that's so stupid! Shut up!" <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, so don't cheat, Rod. I won't cheat. And uh, no, I'll just have to. I'll have to spend some time thinking about it, though. Yes, definitely, definitely. All right, Drew. Well, it's ten eighteen. Oh, oh, ouch, oh, Brent. Ouch. He is correct. Got it. Correct. That's right. Yes. With the Patriots. Yes. yes. Wow. Wow. All right, guys. I'm about to do something crazy off script. Brent Keating just won the gift card. What do y'all think? Because I, I know I mean, Brent yeah. Keating did not cheat. Brent yeah, Keating did good. not cheat. I, I, he just I won a $25. know how you can cheat. And that trivia question. Like, I don't even know how it would be possible to got that one. I give it give it up to him. <laughs> I, I mean, I think it's worth it. I for and, sure do. Yeah. I know I know Drew, he should have three, in your opinion. <laughs> I, I Oh, Brent said Rolly. I was I, I picked the Niners in, in that game too. I thought I, uh, you know Brent doesn't want the twenty five dollar gift card. He wants All to right. roll something big. Okay, He's going right. to make a millions winner. Yes. Heck, maybe we'll roll it to next week, $50. Yeah, there you Let's go. Let's do it. Mark's got it. He can, he, can, he can front that money. That's right. $25 a week. He can do it. He's rolling. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> All right, Drew, it's 10-20. Sign us off. I never do. <laughs> not my job. All right, All right Rod. Crago, you know this is you. You know what to do at this point. Well, we appreciate y'all. Um, I think we had quite a few views today, people coming in and out. We don't care. If you come in, you stay for a while, you come in, you just check us out. But definitely give us a follow, right? You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can find us on, on Facebook. Obviously, Facebook Live is where we are. Some days, some some days we're not, but normally it'll be at 8.30, and we'll let you know on the Facebook page when that is. You can find us on TikTok, Instagram, where we had a trivia question that got 15,000 likes. Um, what am I missing? YouTube, pretty much every social media, even what, Clapper? Isn't that what you said, Andrew? Clapper, whatever that I is? I don't know. I, I don't know if we're on there or not. Okay, all right. <laughs> I but, get confused. Uh, you know, we had a we had a great time. We appreciate all the engagement. Let's keep that going. Let's keep that going. You can see this is an interactive podcast. Heck, we're going for uh, coming up on our second hour. So, you know, we like to have we like to have fun with it. And glad you're sticking around for it. And uh, remember, Patrick Cape will be here next week. Yes, sir. Uh, for those of y'all that don't know Patrick Cape, he played at Alabama and also had an eight-year career with the uh, Broncos and the Tampa Bay Bucks. Yep. So we'll be uh, we'll be talking to him about his career and uh, his time at Alabama, and uh, there's some interesting things that we'll learn about Patrick Cape next week. So make sure you tune in. But until then, uh, like us, follow us, do all that cool stuff on social media, and we'll see you next week, yes, sir.